0: Hello and welcome back to the A3 Footy Podcast. My name is Alex Catalano. Today, Alex Miller, we have got a huge round five of AFLW action to go back over and a huge round six to look ahead at. Plenty happening in the middle point of the season. Absolutely, and plenty happening here at A3. Kat, you've got your dynamic team in the week and Doc's
1: yes. dynamic team. I'm excited to see them both. Boys, very keen.
0: Alex Doherty, uh good to be Back in the studio last week. Was last week we were on the uh, the Zen Castle. No, I think oh, it was so. the week. I think week before. Before. Week,
2: before, week before week before we had the uh, yeah the the, the track party time. Yeah, I know it's. It, it, this season's gone so quickly, hasn't it? We're already it at the halfway point, and mid season's done. Yep. Mid yep. season's all done. So oh. now the women have got the uh, spotlight until Matt Rendell and Trade Radio <laughs> come up with their stupid lists again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but all
0: right. We're push, pushing that negativity out of our minds today because I don't <laughs> <laughs> want to think about that bloke. <laughs> <laughs> it was a huge round five boys yeah. and. Uh, was really capped off Miller by the Hawks getting their first win on the weekend it was fantastic to see for him now the Swannies has got off to a hot start Brooke lock on kick 3 we thought she was on for about bloody 10 the way yep. she was going in that first quarter but um, just great for Hawks supporters to see them finally get their first win on the board. Yeah, I thought they were they were pretty good, I thought Hawthorne. They,
1: they, as you said, the Swans started really well. Um, but I think Hawthorne, they've been building Doc towards this sort of consistency. And they strung it a bit more together, particularly in the second half. I thought they were a lot better.
2: Yeah, well, it was interesting that first quarter. They yeah. they, they looked absolutely nowhere, nowhere near it. And I've lamented it all season long so far about how the Swans can't do much. But... <laughs> Um, it was the rolls and the spray mm. by Bet Goddard just turned everything around <laughs> at quarter time. It was brilliant. I was chuckling. At, I was chuckling at home when I was watching it, and, and, I, and I was just like, I was just like, let's play it again. Let's play it again. Yeah. And it was just fantastic. And even Bet Goddard said herself, yeah, that was that was fantastic. It was it was uh, it was something that was well needed. And the players responded well. They uh, you could hear, if you were watching the watching the telecast. They were, they were doing all those like interviews during the game and mm. post game. It, it was the, it was the spray they needed. Because yep. Sydney just dominated them in the opening 10 minutes and Hawthorne just couldn't get their hands to the ball. They didn't want to work. They didn't want to get their hands dirty. Not, mu- not much was going right for them, but they, they flicked it around. But i tell you what, we, we talked about Brooke Lachlan at the start of the game, cat, and how she was going to kick the uh, kick another record bag, mm. but w- by the end of it, we were talking about um, Talia Fellows, the big oh, boy. The young lady, yes, <laughs> known as Big Boy, which I love <laughs> that she's going to carry that nickname forward for the
0: Hawks. She was fantastic. Uh, we'll get a little preview of the team of the week later on, but um, that's her breakout game, 100%. Three goals, like, she was fantastic. That last play that they had coming out of the back line, <laughs> that pickup, the one-handed sit and to get around their player as well, um, to get the ball the advantage of, um, I think it was Makua Chewitt getting down the ground and getting oh. onto it again, was just amazing. And that sort of composure from a young player in their fifth game, no, third game it was first. She missed a few games. Um, that's just outstanding. And you do not see that every day.
2: Well, she, she was the, um, the rising star winner from the VFLW last season. Miller. Mm. And on the back of work like this, because she's, she's tall, but she's also very agile yeah. and very clean at ground level. And those sort of players... Uh, worth their weight in gold. You, you know, can see why
1: cool. Hawks have stuck, you know, with her, you know, this whole time because she hasn't. She's had a bit of a rough start, but she's really showed, as you said, Cat, really coming of age game, and she yep. is going to be one of those players. But I, I thought as well that the the players that her
0: experience brought the. I thought um, Lucas, you know, Tilly Rossi was great. I will, sa- I will say, though, for Tilly, it was not her best game of the season, no. and they no. still managed to lift but in the midfield without her going at yeah.
1: 100%. I thought that, yeah, it wasn't her best game, but she stood up when she needed to and, and helped out. And I thought the
0: ruck, I thought um, Wales did a really good job. In that. Both, both those two girls, Steph and Lucy, they've both been quietly tracking upwards across the season, Doc. I've sung Steph's <laughs> phrases plenty, and she's still been robbed Let's of the Rising Star Lucy. nomination. But Lucy had a fantastic game last week, and this week, once again, um, you know, she was coming up against obviously Ellie, um, Morfit, and nine hit out Doc Wales had twenty-three.
2: That's 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 amazing. I mean, look, I I think Morfitt's much better than that, and she and she's been. You know, we talked about you know Levicki giving her a toweling, and Levicki's mm. only played what a handful of AFLW games as well. And barely any as a ruck. Yeah, barely any as a ruck. <laughs> um, but. No, that was fantastic. i I followed the Wales girls a little bit over the VFL journey, uh, VFLW journey uh, this year, and they she was great. They've both been, you know, they've both shown flashes of brilliance, and there was no surprise to hear their names called out on draft night. And this is why, because I, I think that these two offer both great, you know, ruck craft, but also they've got the athleticism and the and, and the talent and the mobility Ooh. to cover the ground and and provide us other options. You see, Steph at and a cat be that sort of forward option, you Mm. know, link link up option. Mm. And Lucy Wales just operates almost like another midfielder. Yeah. It's funny because it's almost sort of reversed to how they played in the VFLW as well.
0: I spoke to Steph a few weeks ago um, when I thought she was going to get a rising star nomination, unfortunately. (laughs) Um, She said she was always behind the ball and Lucy was always in the ruck pushing forward, and they've sort of That's done a changed. little bit of the opposite, and Lucy's doing more of that yep. midfield time as well, and Steph's getting behind the ball sometimes, but she's also pushing
2: forward. Are you, are you sure they haven't just swapped names, or <laughs> they just... Is this a Ben and Harry Mackay situation we've got our hands here? Oh,
0: but uh, yeah, I thought she was really impressive for Hawthorne, but... Well, uh, with Morphet Miller, yeah. what, what does she do to recapture her form? Because two really rough weeks for her now... Mm. Is it just a case of her confidence? I could see a, a potential forward move for maybe a week or two just to maybe get her flying at the footy and finding a little bit of consistency if she's not getting the hit outs.
1: Yeah, it's a fair call. I think you both spoke on it really well. I think she needs to get her hands on the ball airily. You know, only one mark this weekend. Um, and, you know, she's got a good set of hands, I think, obviously. And I think, yeah, she needs to get involved, particularly forward of the ball. And I think, yeah, it probably just comes down to a bit of confidence, Kat. I think that... As as we said, Levicki tailoring up a couple of weeks ago would have rattled her a bit. And thinking, well, you know, I thought I was here, and maybe I'm mm-hmm. a bit back from that. But she's a great player; we know that. And we we all rate her here highly. She's a fa- fantastic player, so she'll get back to it. But yeah, I think forward, forward will be an
0: option. Then who do you think gets the major ruck duties there? Well, that's it. The, it's, it's kind of just her, and, and the quality sort of drops up from there. It's kind of Lexi Hamilton's the next in line, Le- I think. Le-
2: Lexi Hamilton. I think Lawson Taven was um was yeah, playing, doing a bit of it. Was playing a little bit, bit of, of ruck. Uh, on, on the weekend as well So Yeah no the, It's 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 a tough It's a tough ask for Sydney And I've said it time and time again I'll say it again they're, It's just the quality of depth That they've got Just mm. isn't there no. It's uh, you know State players It's a lot of state players The AFLW signings they've got They're just not that good uh, Aside from Brooke Lachlan Who played a, a terrific game But they haven't performed though, this year those uh, at those signings. No. Not yet. Not not yet. I mean, I think the only one that can really say they they've they've held their head up high at the moment is is um is Lachlan. Mm, yeah. Nobody else is really standing out. I no. mean, I don't know. I this don't s-
0: Maddie Collier's first game for the Swans as well this week and yeah. she didn't have too much of a major impact either. No.
2: Like no no tackles from 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 Maddie Collier. It's, it's it,
0: unru- unusual from her. Very,
2: very <laughs> unusual from her, but I think she she's just come back from injury so yeah. we'll you know, yeah. g- give give her a few weeks to really ease in, ease in, ease herself into it. Oh, but I
1: was impressed with um Cynthia Hamilton though. <laughs> yeah, well, she I think was, that she's a kid. I've talked to you. I think round two it was Doc, and I said to you that you know she's going to be a really important player. N- not particularly this season, but two or three years down the line, she's going to be a
0: key part of this one. I don't want to go too early here. Doc. Oh no. But oh, here we, here we go. <laughs> Cynthia Hamilton's quality, qualities remind me very, very much of Jazzy Garner.
2: Oh, no, stop it. That's not a bad thing. She shit.
0: has impacted games in the guts as a marking forward. Those, that skill set is absolutely invaluable. Her kicking as well, Kat,
1: yeah. is something that resembles, I'd say, Garner a lot. The, her, the way she can, you know, drill it
2: into the forward 50 with, you know, real intent. Absolutely. She's one of the best kicks on the team. She was bloody good. Uh, it, it's going to be... Look, we, we talk about where Sydney are at now, but their future's good. They'll because, get there. Because they've got yeah. M- Montana Ham hoping that she doesn't want to come back to Victoria. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I know there's a couple of Bulldogs fans that, that want that want her to come home. Get her at the deli. Um, yeah, Cynthia Hamilton, though, is very good. Mm. I mean, start of the year, she was playing forward, but she we've seen her move up to the midfield in recent weeks. Needs nice to be in there the rest of the year, Doc. I, I, I think I, th- I think you're right. I think you're right. When, you, when they're just not winning the ball enough out of the middle and... And, and it shows, but uh, you, you see you see the Hawks, though. You know, Jazzy Fleming's got the Rising Star nomination, finally. Uh, yes. Very stiff, not to get it last week, but who do you take it off of? Um well,
1: I, I tell you what, every one of her tackles this week, Fleming, cat, <laughs> you would be a bit you felt sore. You felt, you felt them. You <laughs> felt them on the couch. And not just because you you're sitting there with a bowl of chips and a beer that you spilled on yourself. They were that heavy, you almost <laughs> fell over. But it, that, it wasn't just the 10. I felt like every single one of them, you know, was real forceful and Absolutely. locked up the footy. They're building,
0: they're building a great pressure core in there as well. 30 tackles between Fleming, Lucas Rod and Tamara Smith. Uh, they, they just don't let it get out easily. They're building a brand, as David King would yeah. say. <laughs> uh. And we saw that last week against the Bulldogs as well. They yeah. had a solid amount of inside 50s. They just couldn't do anything with them in the forward line. So I think the pieces of this Hawthorne team are, are coming together nicely. I think they just need to play consistently. Obviously not having Stevenson, Perkins... Um, and a few others who are injured as well isn't going to help. Um, Tomorrow, Luke, two, the other big one. But I think once they all sort of start to come back and this team starts to gel more, mm. they've clearly got the talent. Obviously not as immediately um, rewarding as the Bombers have, but Essendon's still only won two games. Hawks have won one. Yeah. They're really not that far behind.
2: Well, they're not. Uh, I, I think I think you've nailed it in the head, cat. I think the forward line issues are still... Teething a lot. Yeah. I mean, I don't know who the who the target is. They're floating. Tegan Cunningham as a sort of a float, a floater. She's only got. I was going to ask you about Gilroy,
1: Doc. What have what you made of her game?
2: I, th- I think Gilroy's been terrific. Yeah, uh, I just, think so. I think the four clearances a couple of weeks ago when they lost to Richmond, she had about ten tackles, and I think all of them were sort of around around the ground. She kicked a nice goal. Did kick? Did kick a nice goal? She, she, she loves a long kick, doesn't she? <laughs> um, but I I, th- I thought I thought to myself after the um after the Richmond games, like why, why don't they play Eileen Gilroy more of, more of a midfielder? Yeah. Mm. Because she tackles, she hunts the ball, she does everything that a good midfield side does. Yep.
0: Well, they probably need her on the outside, need that pace. Her and Ashmore together, it's a pretty good combo to have it is. on the outside. Yeah, so ba- Bascaran will be that yeah, outside player as say. well, though, I think. She's shown she's got the pace and the, that ability to get forward and impact the scoreboard. She's kicked a handful of goals now, um, Bascaran, which is great. For a first-year player, especially coming out of the mm. midfield, to do. And she covers a lot of ground, cat, both ends, defensively yeah. and offensively. They've so built
1: that midfield core really, really well, I yeah. think, with the young players. They, mean, they all offer something different. You've summed it up perfectly, really, Kat, in saying that you can see where they're going, their yeah, brand. absolutely, And I think that that's been – I think it's been actually a large credit to, you know, Beck God and her coaching team because she knows that, right, we've got to build something early to establish, not just for this season, but where we want to be two, three years down the line. And yeah. it's it's hard to be an experienced team finding an identity early. I mean, you look literally at who they are playing this week. We still don't know what type of side Sydney are, are trying to be. If they're going to be a running gun side, if they're going to be a pressure, you know, contested mid-marking side. Sort of still engage that yet. But I, I think Hawthorne, you know, they'll be happy with this win for a lot of reasons. Not just the, the points,
2: stock, but building where they want to end up by the end of the season. And, and given where Hawthorne as an entire club was at the, the entire past week, yeah. the fact that they came out in their Indigenous Guernsey and they came out in their, and they made a stand about you yeah. know where they stand as a football club. I think I think that was I think fantastic. That probably the best response you could ever yeah, you could ever to, ask
1: for. Credit to everyone at the um, you know women's operations Center. they did a fantastic job. I thought and conducted and Becca Goddard spoke incredibly well post game as well. I thought she was fantastic. Absolutely, she just speaks
2: well everywhere she, she goes. She's Beth a Goddard. genius. <laughs> she's Absol- she's absolutely queen.
0: Absolute footy nerd genius. We love her uh, here at A three. Speaking of football genius, Cap <laughs> football genius to tell you what. Cam Joyce and Ryan Ferguson are building some decent (laughs) little bits of genius down at their clubs. Uh. It's been a good run for your girls, Miller. Three wins on the trot. I believe it's the first time they've won three in a row since they've come in. Yeah, And they've got the opportunity to win four in a row next week, or this week, against the Suns. Two teams coming in very, very similar sort of boats. Uh, Both been a little bit inconsistent. I'd say probably your mob's been playing a little bit of better footy. You probably Mm. could have won every single game you've played, whereas the Suns were a bit down and out um, against uh, the North and the other game they lost um, to the Lions. Lions. They got pretty comprehensively smashed in both of those. It's an interesting match coming up this weekend, (laughs) and I think it's an interesting clash of these two game styles as well. Um, The the Suns have really sort of started to build a a real strong um, game out of clearance. We've seen Row Bottom come to life this year, Um, Ali Drennan and Claudia Whitford as well have been absolutely elite. Their talls are starting to really stand up as well. Lauren Bell has had an awesome season. Jack Dupay, who I'll talk a little bit about later. We love her. The redemption tour for Jack Dupay. Um, But I'm really keen to see how these two styles go head-to-head, Miller, because you've forced a little bit of chaos out of everyone you've played up against. You'll have periods where you'll control the game. Mm. You'll have periods where you'll really make it that. Tackling, nobody's getting an easy possession. Uh, which I think is going to be interesting to see how the Suns respond to.
1: Well, I think we showed that this week perfectly as well, Cat against Brisbane. You know, a team that's been clinical pretty much every quarter of this year, um, you know, for them to kick 1-8, I felt like the pressure, particularly in, the, in our defensive 50, was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, you're right, the Suns have been an down downside, but more up than down definitely. Yeah. I think as well, considering where we all thought they were going to be this year um, and where they were last year. Uh, I think that they're in a really good spot and they're impressive again against Porter thought. So yeah, look, I don't know. I think both teams match up really well in an exciting way where you just mm. don't know sort of really even head to head contests. I think, I think how our forward line goes will be interesting yeah. yeah, you know, against the Suns' defence. That's what I'm interested to see.
2: Uh, uh, well, look, it depends on the fitness of Katie Brennan. She missed, obviously. The the, ga- yeah. the probably the most impressive. Thi- the probably most impressive thing is that you did it without Katie Brennan. You did it without Sarah Hosking
0: as well. <laughs> I mean, two goals is obviously not ideal. Um, You want to be getting higher scores on the scoreboard Mm. than that. How good was their reactions on the sidelines? um, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Hands in head,
1: they were going to rip their hair out. It's
0: interesting on Brennan, Doc, I think it must be a bit of a chronic issue that she's going through because Ferg did say after the Essendon game that her availability will be spotty across the rest of the season, um, which is not ideal for the forward line. And we were talking about it off air. I'm not sure why Sarah Darcy's not getting a run in this team possibly even in the forward line, if there's no room just for her to Well, she, She's not injured, is she? Is she? No, she's no, been in an not. emergency about four weeks, I Definitely think. Definitely the last, sorry, yeah. Yeah, she, yeah she, I think she'd be good just as a target more than yeah. anything. I don't know. Because you F- don't have, Kelly and Seymour aren't those marking no. types in the forward line. Kelly's very much a pure tap ruck, and Seymour okay. likes to get behind Ferg, the footy. Ferg just hates it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, I do trust Ferg in some respect. I feel like the selections
1: this year are a lot better than they were. Or months ago I feel like the lineups we were rocking out were just um a bit strange to <laughs> say the least. <laughs> personnel aside I don't know I think yeah Br- Brennan's injury is a bit of a worry because yep. yeah if she's going to play every maybe once or twice every month
0: mm. that's what it sounds
1: like it might be yeah at the moment.
2: yeah I, I don't know uh, look the th- the th- they had Jamama Woods playing as the um mm. as the secondary key um on the weekend. She had a good crack, I thought. I mean, she was good in the air, and I think that's what you sort of hope to expect from a mm. player like her. She's sort of still raw and in in, ser- in terms of. Learning how to how to play in terms of leading patterns and
0: I think uh, the Essendon game showed that just having an extra target in there gives Wakefield so much more space yeah. to work with. You look at a game like the Adelaide game where you had a lot of opportunities, you couldn't really do much with them, and Wakefield never got onto the end of really any good ones.
2: Like like every time the ball went towards um Wakefield's direction, Brisbane the Brisbane defenders panicked a lot. Absolutely, and and that's something rare you see from from that team. Yeah, like, like just the amount of presence that she brings to this field, like. We were saying just before we went on the air that she she is an all Australian smoky, Courtney yep. Wakefield, and I think she's just behind um, just behind Sheelaw and Wardlaw in the in the goals yeah. at the moment. I think mm. she's kicked seven goals. If she kicked straight, I mean she's missed easy shots. Mm. Shots shots that, you know, you would have you would have dubbed in your sleep over, over the course of the season. Yeah. She she nails though, she's almost locked down a spot. I think yeah,
1: I, I think that looking at what we have changed this year, the biggest in cat would be us exiting
0: our defensive fifty. Oh, that, and I, there's one woman who's been absolutely key to that, and we've we've sung her praises. You know, Eilish Sharon. Mm. what a what an absolute marvel this woman has been.
1: I just yeah, I, I mean on the weekend as well, Brisbane six more inside fifties, but the amount of rebound and run we have got off there compared to twelve yep. months ago has been completely different. Almost a very different team. So. I think that that is something as well. How do the Suns counteract that sort of rebound football, which we seem to be doing really well at, which I'm, I'm a bit surprised to say. But that's the, been the biggest change, I think, Doc.
2: I, I, not only that, I think the way uh, – because I watched the last five minutes of that game again the other day and I just thought, geez, the way you've absor- you absorbed that because Brisbane, I think, won almost every clearance uh, it, it, out of stoppage mm. in, in that, in that five-minute span. And the way that – uh, players like 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 Shireen and Shevlin and and uh, Libby Graham who, I, who I've <laughs> just have not spoken highly enough of all year round. Like honestly, I'd follow her to the end of the world. She's <laughs> been she, she's, enormous. She's been that bloody special. Um, we, and we would have lost half the games we played if she hadn't been playing. Nah, I hundred percent agree. And you said it, you said it as well, Kat. You know, it's amazing that they're doing all this without Harriet Corner in the team. And this week and last week as well, Beck Miller too. Beck Miller as well. Who, who, was, who was
0: in the All-Australian squad of 40 in Season 6. You'd, it'd be unimaginable two years ago to see a no. Richmond side keeping a side like Brisbane to 14 points without those two in the team. It's just outstanding what they've done, what they've built in that back line. I, I don't think it's a it's an understatement to say that Richmond has done some of the best recruiting from other clubs of anyone.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think Grace Egan's finding her feet a lot more as yeah, well. Yeah, definitely. And I think you mentioned as well, Kat, I think before we went to air about Monique
0: Conningham, a quiet one, but I felt like the other players stepped up around her and that was yeah. a big part in... Um, I, was, I was worried Sarah yeah. Hosking being out was going to unsettle the midfield group a little bit, but then her sister came in and said, I'll grab the tag on Ellie Anderson. Don't worry about it, Sarah. I'll, I'll do she it d- instead. did a good job. I thought she beat her on the day. <laughs> yeah, but That'd have to be one of the scariest duos that a midfielder could come across now. When you're looking at those two, coming at
1: you across the field. It's even scary when they're both rowing towards you, you don't know which one's which, because the numbers, <laughs> you can't see the number on you the jersey. Who the <laughs> is. Who's tagging me? It's Hosking, mate. Which
0: one? <laughs> um, but that's going to be important this yeah. week. I think, row bottom, you've got to put the clamps on with... Is Sarah if, back this week for us? I believe... I think it was... Was it illness that kept her out this week? I, I don't think it uh, was...
2: Yeah, I, th- I think I think it was just yeah, that. Yeah, so
0: hopefully she's back. Yeah, so I think she should be taking on... Yeah, a Great call, though. So. Uh, Whitford's been incredibly impactful as well, which is a mm. little bit scary when you've got yep. <laughs> the depth in there that the Suns midfield has. But, yeah, I, I want to see that match-up with your defenders and their forwards. Their aerial presence yeah. last week... Um, against Port Adelaide was just outstanding. I thought Jack DuPay, talk a bit about her later, but the Bahana Express as well, Doc. Another three goals for her on the weekend. <laughs> uh,
2: took to, to her a little while to get it going this week, uh, the Bahana yes. Express, but once she got going, uh, no no one was stopping her. That's what she does best when the game's on the line, Doc. She uh, she leaves the station. The, the train is now departing Bond well, University. The, 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 the worry
0: is the train is now turning into a bullet train. <laughs> she's, she's picked it up now. It's expressed to punt road, mate.
1: <laughs> oh, now arriving at Richmond. Hopefully not through our defence this week,
0: but yeah, no, it should be a fantastic. Courtney Jones and Kalinda Howes too. (sighs) You've got to worry about those girls at ground level in the forward line. I don't know.
2: Talk about recruits of the year. I think Courtney Jones is right up there as well. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, I, I, I I can't split between Graham and Courtney Jones in terms of who impacts more. Because they both play differently. Graham's a great spoiler, Pretty locked, even, lockdown say. defender. Jones is one who facilitates a lot of the forward, forward ball movement. She's and
0: top she's three for score involvement. She's so in the
2: crafty and creative. I just think that
1: adding her to this son's <laughs> forward line has really changed it completely. Yeah. Absolutely, it's just as simple as that. I think because, like, they weren't doing this type of like the scoring as well. Like, they're not putting out massive scores, but compared to where they were last year, they have definitely improved. Top five in the uh,
2: in the comfort score involvement There you go, averaging five she, per game. She's a great, just a great player to watch as well. Yeah, absolutely. Really she, well. Biggest
0: part out of this game as well for mm. me, boys. One of these two teams is going to be four and two after this match. Uh, looking at their fixtures ahead, I think both of them can win at least two more games from their Final Four. That's huge. Six wins is what I've seen as the benchmark to make finals this year. Whoever wins this is making finals. This is a top eight. I, I yeah. s-
2: you know what? I think both of them make finals still. Ooh. There's a chance.
0: There's definitely a chance. They both have really good draws ahead. God,
2: I uh, I'd uh, say the tip for this game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that later on. Just, just on row bottom, cat, we, we, we've we talked about her a, a fair bit already, but I, I it's interesting... It, Everyone's talking about how great Georgie Prasparkas has been this year, mm. but I think Charlie's been just as good, maybe better. <sighs>
0: they're Be- pretty, they're pretty even, I think, for mine.
2: They're pretty even. They're pretty even in the stats. I mean, Georgie's averaging probably one more disposal, but yeah, the Georgie's ahead contes- for contested possessions, I believe. It's actually dead, dead even. Ooh, a- they're both averaging thirteen contested possessions a game. <laughs> <laughs> they both
0: help
1: their teams as well, doc, as well immensely from a just a where they were point of view. I think.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Ch- Charlie averages more marks. Averages, you know, he's ha- taken a couple more contested grabs. Oh wow! But Georgie's kicked more goals. There you go, which, which is interesting, and and she's tackled more.
0: Well, Charlie's been pretty much one hundred percent in the midfield. I, see, so I
2: haven't seen much forward time this year. Yeah, no, she hasn't. Well, they haven't needed her there. Well, no. when, well, when when did the draft uh, preview last year for for these two? Charlie was more of a for, played mm, played a yeah. lot more forward, and Georgie was a pure midfielder.
0: She was averaging over a goal a game for the Chargers. Yeah, was.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty sure she was. So. But I think her influence across the middle was just, is just enormous. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, a couple of weeks ago, I said the, the Suns was uh, Ali Drennan's midfield, but now Charlie's. I, I swear to God, people do listen to this podcast. <laughs> Dad. If Joycey hasn't been listening, We've I'll leave my talk. Pe- <laughs> that was one. That was another one we called. <laughs> re- Some people listen to this podcast, Cat.
0: <laughs> We're on the ball. I'm,
2: I'm, con- I'm convinced. E- either that or we should be getting a job. That, should be on the um, coach's. That
1: panel. was pure genius
2: from us sorry. there.
1: Yeah. We all <laughs> agreed
2: with
0: absolute certainty. Thanks, Thanks, Mr. Lothar, yeah. for uh, getting um, her up there. Lastly,
1: just on the Suns, cat, I would say, is that cohesion is one thing that they've done really well this year and consistency, and they haven't been rattled a lot. So, Especially
0: losing Jamie Stanton as well in mm. round one. Yeah, You'd think that would be one of the blows that would kill this season. Yeah. Or round two, I think it was. Yeah, it was round, round two they've just gotten better since that.
1: Yeah. And I think that that's a big sort of part of this. They haven't changed a whole lot. They haven't tried when they've stuck with what they've done well and that's really helped them and put them in, you know, good position to where they are. So massive game uh, on the weekend.
2: I think what you got to do to stop the Suns this week, Miller, is you got to stop them through the stoppage work and through clearances. Yep. The Tigers, you're generating a lot of your scores from rebounding Rebound 50s, back. Yep. The Suns are doing it a lot from center clearance. Yep. Yeah. They, they smashed Port on the weekend, plus 11 in clearances, plus six from center bounces. Mm. If and, right. you and
0: can, if you can force turnover out of uh, center yeah. bounce, that's you doing your best thing. Get a cracking.
2: And and Shireen's hand on it. And plus 21 in the contested ball as well. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so And, and and, and Richmond actually even uh, broke even with Brisbane on the contested ball <laughs> on, on the weekend. So if you, you do that, I think you win. All right. Game oh. on. I'm so we'll sorry. get to the tips <laughs> later. I can oh. right. That's must-watch
0: footy written all over oh, it, boys. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, we'll get into who's the woman from this round. Plenty of good options. I'll start with you, Doc. Who is your woman this week?
2: Well, I don't really want to go back to this game, but I'll go to it anyway because <laughs> North beat us once again. Um, at Punt Road. Um, but the the, the clear standout has to be Jasmine Garner. Uh, I just thought there a bit, there were uh, many times where we've gone to try and push the ball out of our defensive half, and Jazzy Garner was there waiting, waiting in in the um in the centre line just to just to put it back in. I thought she was just enormous all day yeah. long. Uh, Twenty six disposals. No goals, but seven marks and nine clearances. 537 metres gained, boys. She's but she's topping the best and fairest count at the moment for me, boys. I I, I think she leads. Yep. I, I think you're right. After five rounds, I've got her up there. Yeah, I can't argue with that. 11, 11 inside 50s as well. Six intercept possessions and five score involvements to go along with that as well. It was almost a complete game. Kicks a, kicks a goal or two. That, I think that,
0: even in the the losses she'd be getting a vote or two. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and we, North have turned it around mate. massively because of her.
2: We, we we just hadn't we just failed to pay any respect to her in general <laughs> play. Um I think she was too strong for our for our midfielders. I think this yeah. is what this is what's separating us from the best teams in the cop. We just you know Kirsty Lamb's strong but she's not overly tall. Mm. Jazzy Garner's pretty Jazzy Garner's tall, built like a brick shit house. <laughs> and and plays liter- like one too. And, li- and literally and literally does everything. <laughs> no, she was outstanding <laughs> so
0: in this game. Uh, I, hundred percent midfield time for Jazzy has just been an absolute revelation this year. I, I'm so glad to see that, while the forward line's still got a bit of work to do, I think they've restructured it enough that they don't need her down there, mm. um, yep. and it's paying dividends because she's just been going off this year.
2: Well, the kicking winning scores now north, um, yeah. with or without her, and you know Emma King, Talia Randall, Vicky Wall's been a revelation. Miller, as you said last week, the Great Wall of Ireland, the Great Wall of Ireland. Um, Abatangelo has come back in now. And yeah, that has sh- been good, and and she's been solid. And Tess Craven's been playing a lot of forward half minutes as well, Mm. to good effect. Mm. So, North—that's what North are doing at the moment. They don't go away, do they, Doc? No, they they, don't die. No, they don't go away. And I'm bloody sick of losing to them now.
0: (laughs) Miller, who's your woman this week? I'm going
1: back to the Richmond game, Cap, and with great intent and a great smile on my face. (laughs) I'm going to an A3 favourite already somehow. (laughs) Maddie Shevlin. yeah, she's an absolute gun of it. Twenty-four touches on the weekend, eighteen of those kicks. Uh, six handballs, two marks, two tackles, but eight intercepts, possessions, ten rebound 50s. That's right, Ten. <laughs> ten. Which, which was a massive contribution to this cat. Five hundred and six fifty-nine meters gained. The nerds at A three, us three, were doing some researching. She was close to topping it, but Ellie Blackburn
0: Doc. seven hundred yeah. odd.
2: So far, well, this is unverified, but so far she's the clubhouse leader of the AFLW meters gained club. I think she had what was it seven hundred and thirty-two. I yeah. said ridiculous, so ridiculous. It was good, and that, and, that, and that was in the first season. Good effort by Maddie, but not good enough.
1: No, she was fantastic. I think that... It's her it, best game for you, Miller. Absolutely. Yeah, I think Be- Best game I've seen her play. Yeah, I think. I think that you said a couple of weeks ago, Kat, that she'd just been an addition that you never would have thought would
0: have had the impact that she has. And she's been just a major contributor for lots of different reasons. Um, I'm happy she's found a spot down there as well. She was sort of bouncing between back and forward, a little bit of wing time, but she's really settled on halfback. Yeah, and so. I think the most underrated part of her game is that people don't
1: obviously talk about it enough, is her defensive work. Yep. I think that she's obviously still learning the craft. As she said, she's played both ends. But now more than ever, she looks really confident, you know, when to spoil, when to go and when to run. So she's a fantastic player. And that's the biggest reason I think why she's playing so well is the confidence. Yeah, absolutely. She would just be feeling like she's the best player out there every week
0: because I reckon she's been given the license by uh, Fergie. And she's been great. Love I think she doesn't have to worry too much. Like her defensive work is great, but... She's uh, got the Beth Lynch as well, I think, has been yeah. quietly performing a pretty solid role in those sort of medium types, yeah. which means Chevlin doesn't have to worry about it. Been good it. locking down this year. Yeah, she's yeah. been very, very good. What about you, Kat?
2: Oh, I'm excited <laughs> for this. Well, this is one of,
0: <laughs> one of our favourite players here at A3, and she was outstanding last year. Uh, she didn't get the props she probably deserved from me at times, but this year she is, and that is... Haley Miller, yes. yes, the best skipper in the competition, boys. If Haley Miller ran through a brick wall, I'd run, I'd run right through it after her. My dream uh, sister, I never had. <laughs> <laughs> your distant WA no, yes she's fantastic. Eh? Uh, what a game this was, boys. When it was on the line, she just did what all good captains do, and she lifted. She absolutely lifted. Uh, her second half, in particular, her last quarter yeah. was possibly one of the best individual efforts of footy I've ever seen. In my life. 26 disposals, 8 clearances, 6 tackles, 2 score involvements. She had 9 of those disposals in the last quarter. She was absolutely going off. In a game where they could have very easily lost uh, against the Eagles because they were charging and they were looking very, very solid. Uh, she just turned it around. That lace-out pass dock on the wing <laughs> to on your tie uh, I've got that <laughs> replaying in my mind for the rest of time.
2: Just, just the run preceding that. Where she had to had to run to gather a loose ball on the wing and then power away through the west Coast defender
0: and just hit on fifty meters out and she nailed it
2: that's a if you've ever played football that's a hard bloody thing to do
0: <laughs> she was outstanding haley Miller uh, I cannot sing her praises enough and deservedly she kicked Turbo off the podium and said, "It's my medal this year, Turbo. You're not getting a look at it." Uh, and she won the best on ground medal. So hats off to Haley Miller. What a game from her! Uh, if Rio are going to bounce back at all this season, yeah. she's going to be one of the big reasons why. She's hit her form after a pretty yeah. up and down first few say, weeks. Good soak. cat a point
1: of proof, and yep. she did it in the most important game for many respects in, in the in the Derby Derby, whatever you are.
0: Um, I thought she was yeah outstanding. That's a great woman of the week. Love Absolutely. It. We'll crack into our teams now. Oh, um, yes. I'll go with the team of the week up first, boys. I was very, very happy with this week's one. It was so hard Lovely to pick no, up. It was, it was. I tell you what, this may have been the hardest team of the week I've ever picked, though. Uh, there were so many standout contributors that's fair. I'm, I'm looking every at every
2: team. I'm looking at this team, Kat. It's a beautiful team. It, it is a very a beautiful loss. team. We'll it's a very start, beautiful team. We'll
0: start from the back line. and this defensive group, you wouldn't want to come up against this because you'd probably shit your dax before you even got <laughs> on the field. Akech McCourt, uh, best game in Hawks colours. One of her best games, full stop of her career. Boys, great to see her in good form. Yep. after a pretty quiet start to the year. Uh, uh, Mua lalawefi she was about the only Blues player who showed up in that back line. Yeah. Uh, Mimi Hill and Abby McCoy and Brian Moody, probably the only other three that looked like they were on the ground and didn't miss the bus. What, yes. was, what was Kez doing? Uh, Kez was, I don't know, she was all right. <laughs> um, <laughs> but Laloifi's yeah. been fantastic. Another yeah. player I haven't given enough love to this year. Oh. Uh, so she gets a spot in the back pocket. Lauren Butler. Oh, boys. great shout. She tore my girls apart on the weekend. I, I love her, Kat. And uh, we have said for a long time that she's the unsung hero of
2: the Collingwood yep. backline and one of the hardest workers. Absolutely.
0: She- her and Soph Casey, Doc, not getting oh. the recognition they deserve.
2: Oh, I tell you what, Soph Casey, I cannot speak highly about. She's probably the best lockdown small in the comp. She'd have to be. Right now.
0: She would have to be. She was
2: outstanding. Uh, it's, it's, not, it's not Beth Lynch. It's not,
0: it's not Beth Lynch. No, I agree with that. It's okay. Uh, Lauren,
2: uh, Lauren Butler's All-Australian too, by the way. She I'm, is. I'm she sure kicked not. her
0: first goal as well against us. And she,
2: she, she was hungry for another one too. She I was. saw that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we love defenders that love a goal. Uh, Meg McDonald gets the spot at centre halfback. She was absolutely elite. Anytime the Saints got near the footy, she said, nah, no chance. Did the job on the G train expertly. <laughs> Maddie Shevlin, we mentioned her just before. Yeah. Outstanding career best game from her. She gets the spot on the other halfback flank. Into the midfield, boys. I've chosen Sarah LeKay as my ruck yes, this a, week.
2: This is a really good one, Cap.
0: Now, I don't know what the WA Boffins have been going on about because they are going on about Mimstrom like she's the second coming uh, when Sarah LeKay just casually put up 42 hitouts against her in this game.
2: I thought it was an interesting ruck duel, actually, because Mimstrom yeah, was. Mim was impactful around the ground, mm. but LeKay dominated her in hitting. LeKay's
0: out. tap work uh, to give the likes of Emma Swanson and uh, the rest of the midfielders' first use was just absolutely outstanding. Bella okay. Lewis got into about 15 of those tap-downs from her, I reckon. Tell you what, Lauren Wackford's got some job to do to throw in her as the <laughs> number one rock next year. <laughs> oh, it's a good problem to have, I reckon. Uh, in the midfield, how can you choose midfielders this week? But I've somehow managed three of the best. Uh, Haley Miller, my woman of the week, gets one spot in there. Amy McDonald, the contested possession queen of the competition, has to be in there. You're
2: talking about All-Australia. If this woman's not All-Australian this year, I'm I'm, 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 I'm I'm going. I've I've robbed her too many times. (laughs) I'm I'm burning down the house. (laughs) I'm burning down the house. (laughs)
0: I've robbed her way too many times, so she has to be in this week. She was absolutely magnificent against St. Kilda. They could not get a look in in the midfield. And Anne Hatchard uh, just went absolutely mental, boys. Against the Giants. Every- three goals. Everybody went mental against the Giants. Yeah, there weren't many. The orange uh. Team. <laughs> 28 <laughs> disposals, six clearances, <laughs> six marks and five tackles as well. Jeez, what a game it was from her. I, I couldn't barely choose between her and Marinoff. Uh, they both absolutely had massive games. Uh, on the wings, we've actually got two wingers because no. that's what we do at A3. No, surely not. We choose two Why wingers Why don't you have a half-forward and an inside mid there? Uh, because that is not where they play. <laughs> Anne Foley is one of them boys. Yep, good shout. Probably her best game for Port so far. I thought she was fantastic along the wing. She cop- uh, copped
2: a fine for staging too during the week. <laughs> uh, Anne Foley. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: she's certainly not staging anything in this midfield. She did deserve it. Uh, Sixteen disposals, three hundred and fifty-three meters gained, four marks, and a goal, and the other one. Riley Wilcox, oh, Doc. Yes. Uh, the game was on the line in the last quarter. Obviously, the Dogs couldn't get over the line, but she kicked two goals in the second half because she did not want to let this game die.
2: It's, it's hard to imagine just how good she's going now when she was very good round one, but she's progressively getting better now. Yeah. She's hitting the score almost every week. Yeah, she's been fantastic. Been a gr- great job at the draft table picking her up oh, Doc. from from a team need
1: point of view. Who, who,
2: whoever's our recruiting, um, whoever's our recruiting manager at the Western Bulldogs uh, women's team, oh, I'd I'd shout him a bottle of vino. He should work <laughs> on the men's team because you're about to lose half the team. <laughs> yeah. Well, Sam Powell's doing a good job. He's got he's got he's got some he's got some work to do this um, <laughs> year. Uh, In the forward line, we've got a couple of breakout performances on the flanks. Mackenzie
0: Dourick, great to see her having an impact, boys. Four goals in this game. She's... Obviously bounced around a few clubs, spent a year in the sandfall as well when she couldn't get back on a list, but really happy to see her having a real breakout performance here for the Crows. I'm, I'm
2: just glad to see her uh, just locking down a spot in that forward half. I, I, I think... <laughs> they need another target like her in yeah, there. Yeah, no, I was sort of asking, like, who's going to be the second up to um to Ash Woodland if somebody goes to her? But well, Danny Ponce is getting more midfield minutes, so... They might have found it in Derek. Yeah, Danny Ponta's just not doing much in the forward <laughs> half. En- wasn't doing much in the forward half anyway.
0: No, no, that's true.
2: Ah, well, uh, good game for Derek <laughs> ah, <well>. regardless.
0: <laughs> Talia <laughs> fellas, we talked about it before in her three snags. Uh, she was fantastic in this one. And the Bahana Express too, like oh. I said, she had to get in centre-half forward with her three snags too. There's no seats left on this train, boys. Uh, it's, it's well and truly on its way to Punt Road. Uh, in the forward pocket, we've got Brooke Lachland. Uh Great first quarter, as we said. She was pretty consistently impacting throughout the rest yeah. of the game. Yep. Not on the scoreboard, Good but call. 17 disposals and three goals. She deserves it. Uh, full forward, Taylor Harris came back in and said, uh, no, thank you, Carlton. I will not be losing to you today. <laughs> and kicked three goals of her own.
2: Revenge to Revenge her. To her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, Taylor she, loves, she
0: loves popping up against her former oh, teams. She, Last yeah, year she against does. the Lions, this yep. year against Carlton. Uh, she loves so the clinic. Just saying, if she ever leaves Melbourne, they'll be absolutely shitting themselves that yeah. <laughs> so she's going go off. Uh, on the bench, we start with Jazzy Garner, possibly the stiffest bench selection. Uh, just talked about, doctor talked about how good she was before. What a game from her! Uh, the redemption tour for Jack Dupay continues, oh, oh. and she's been named as my second ruck this week, boys. Uh, w- fantastic game from her. Honestly, I think she's become so vital to their structure, both mm. aerially in the ruck and in the forward yep. line. Uh, two goals in this one. Twelve disposals, nine hit hit-outs, four clearances, three tackles. She's a maniac. She's been she's so so good. so good. And I was I was ready to get get on the line to Joycey and tell him to delist her doc. But <laughs> what a year she's had. She's been <laughs> enormous.
2: She uh oh, she has been.
1: Bloody
0: magnificent. I don't think you
1: would have bothered picking up your call, Cap. <laughs> <laughs> no, not this time. Uh, we <laughs> Do you want to listen? Yeah.
0: Speaking of getting coaches on the phone, yeah. uh, Dan Losa listened to us this week with Shelly Scott into the yes. forward line. We know she can do at her best. Doc was singing her praises all of 2021 when she was firing in the forward line every single week. And she did that this week for the Cats. Three goals in their career and their highest score in their history. Why is it taking this so long? Oh, I don't, don't know, know why it's taken this long to get her in there. If uh, she gets moved out, I'm going to riot.
2: <laughs> oh, <I'm laughs> <laughs> we'll burn down GMP. <laughs> I'll have Dan Leffa, Dan Leffa pay me two bucks for the uh, multi <laughs> for the for the uh, bet I put on Shelley Scott on the <laughs> weekend.
0: <laughs> well, down at the other end, her opponent this week, likely Katie Lynch. Mm. Doc, oh. uh, she was massive in this game. Twenty-two disposals, seven marks. Hard day for the Dogs defenders, and she had a few wayward kicks here and there. I know you were a bit unhappy with some of the things she was doing, <laughs> but all in all, very very solid performance yeah. from her.
2: As soon as she stops kicking it. From like trying to those do those direct kicks from the middle of the ground, you know, Mm. I'll be be happy because every time she kicks, it just (laughs) like I have like I have my heart heart in my mouth every time.
0: He's not happy. Uh, I I don't know how this woman managed to get on the bench, but someone had to, and I don't know how Ebony Marinoff deserves this spot. She should have been in the starting centre bounce, but there were so many good midfielders to choose from. Thirty-six disposals, twelve tackles, eight clearances, a snag. But she wasn't even the best player on her team on the day. And Hatton's got the got it over her. It was amazing that performance from the Crows. I could have listed about ten I was of just them. so you could have picked the whole twenty two. I uh, could have. I was very close to. Chelsea Randall definitely had a had a right to get mm. in there as well. She was enormous to get on the weekend too. Um as did Ash Woodland, three goals for her as well. But you can only have so many in there and we like to have an even spread here at A three. Love it. Uh, so that is the team of the week this week, boys. Uh, oh. I would love to see that team run out on the park because that is going to be beating any team by 150 points. I was saying nobody's ever beating that team. But have have more of a chance to beat Geelong than Sydney did in the grand final. <laughs> <laughs> They'd give it a fair shake. Easy, <laughs> uh, doc. The Rolling Australian team. You've made a few changes this week. Well, give us a look at who's in and who's out.
2: Six changes oh. after a couple of, a couple of weeks of um of solid, just sort of steady steady form from a lot of the players. I've made six changes this week. A lot of them stiff, but um, we're we're cracking in now towards the business end. So, uh, so decisions, so tough decisions will be made. Uh, We start with the back line. Only one change there. I've I've put Katie Lynch in the team as 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 a key key defensive option. Love it. And I've had to drop Nat Grider. Didn't think she was impressive on 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 the weekend. She was sort of thereabouts. Thereabouts. She's still in the squad though, so plenty plenty of time for her to get back into the team. Um, I've swapped wingers around. I've got Sophie Conway in the team. Uh, Ola, Adwi- Ola O'Dwyer has been dropped. That's fair. She's been patchy. She has been patchy. Miller. Um, I, I, was, I was I was thinking about it this morning. It's like, no, oh, look, Ola hasn't really been as impactful as I thought she could be. No. But um, no, I, th- I think Con- Conway's been uh, has just breezed past her, especially their performance yeah. on the weekend. Yeah. I thought she was fantastic. My favorite winger in the comp, so I'm not going to argue here. <laughs> Um, Courtney Jones is in the team as well. I've got her in a half forward, replacing Paige Scott Cat. Um, yes, she's had a couple of quiet weeks. I'm okay Paige. with that. I'm all right with that. <laughs> uh, you got to
0: reward players for. I will say though, Doc, Scotty probably deserves to stay in just for the fact that she puts sabs
2: on her ass. <laughs> <laughs> How many players have you seen she do was that before? It as well, uh, Scott. <laughs> look, it was very tough. It was very tough, but no. Look, she's she's has, hasn't hit the scoreboard in in a couple of weeks. If, if I, I could put her put her in the old favourites team for doing that. But oh, not she she gives me new reasons to love her every week, boys. That bump was just magical. Oh, it was f- fantastic. And I made three changes on the bench. Actually, all of them Adelaide players as well. Oh, and here we go. So Anne Hatchard's in. She's in. Ebony Marinoff is in. She's in. And Ashley Woodlands in. All oh, great as the, as the forward rotation. So who's gone out? So I've got coming out. I've got Elise Parker out. Yep. Kirsty Lamb out, and Jess Matten out. Oh. They're Damn. tough, tough changes,
0: especially Lamb. Yeah, well, L-
2: L- Lamb's tough, but I, I think that the games that Hatchard and Marinoff played on mm. the weekend—no Giants
1: players in that team. Well,
2: what's <laughs> frost uh well, well it'd um, be about Elise Parker, and that's it. Well, yeah, it was, uh, it was only Elise Parker, and that's it. Um, but. Yeah, no, the team the team uh, still is as it was last week. Um, George Sparks moved from the bench into the starting midfield, Walker. but although she'll probably yeah, be she out should, of the yeah. t- she'll be out of the team in the next two weeks. Um, two weeks suspension. It's, it's going to be hard for the Cats boys. They've got a couple of mm. games this
0: week against the Dogs. That yeah. that might swing things genuinely yeah, in well, the Dogs' favour in the midfield.
2: Well, if we if we stop Amy, Amy McDonald from winning the contested ball, then I think we can definitely definitely beat them.
0: It also means Prisbarcus Bowl is cancelled. We will not be having a second edition <laughs> this year because Georgie will
2: miss next week when they. <laughs> Playoffs. No Prasparkas ball. No Prasparkas ball. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to next season. But um, every, everyone is still as it is. Um, Bianca Jacobson, probably the luckiest one in there because I don't think she was particularly impressive. Yeah. And got a decent game. Players in there that are knocking down the door. I know you were say, saying Chelsea Bidell needs to get back into this team, cat. Oh, she's got to, Doc. Um, I thought Annabelle Johnson's been playing some really solid form too, Miller. Yes, um, it's a good call. Uh, Lalo Ife's been in some good form as well. Brie Conan and Emma Carney, probably the other ones as well, very, very close. Yeah. Um, but as well, the, midf- the midfields, just... Yeah, I, I, it's, like, it's like your team of the week, Kat. I can't put... Ooh, you can't choose every, them all. I can't choose them all. I mean... Because we have actual wingers and actual half-forwards. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Matty Prasparkas is coming back in, into the frame. If um,
0: we win a few more games, she'd have to be right K- in the mix. Kirsty
2: Lamb, Kara Bowers, Chaz Rowbottom... I've got Rebecca Webster in here as well. I think she... Oh, her, her I on, love that. You know I love her,
0: Doc. Her on the wing, cat. Yeah.
2: I, I think I like it. She, she, Her and Sally Friswell, they're just running amok. The frizz. They were running muck on, on, on Thursday night. The insane. amount of space that Friswell had multiple
0: times, I thought it was just so good to see from a, a 19-year-old who's getting that space mm. and her game awareness has just
2: gone up yeah, to another level. Great call there. Absolutely. Uh, I'll have the full team up on the um on the socials yep. soon. Uh, apologies I didn't apologies I didn't do it last <laughs> week. I was very lazy. But um, I'm gonna get the Facebook socials up and up and about, yep. hopefully. Yes, very nice. Um but that'll be up on, on our Facebook. I'll Great teams,
0: it. boys, I must say, it's the neutral. I love them both equally. <laughs> Let's romp through the tips as well, boys. It's a huge, huge weekend. Ooh. It kicks off on Friday night. Hawthorne and West Coast at Skybus Stadium. The people of Franks are Frankston are gonna give it. Get treated to this absolute crap matchup. I say that though; these two teams are coming in both in pretty good nick.
2: I was about to say, "I feel like they're both playing alright." Uh, I maybe
0: have undersold it a little bit here. Yeah, I reckon, I reckon
2: you. I reckon you definitely have. I reckon this, it, it actually could be a decent match. Just shit it all over. It. You know, I said, I said the same thing with Hawthorne and. Um, Sydney last week and it, was it was actually a, a cracker. Probably one of the games of the year. I've I've got well, Hawthorne Kat's in just with just a All right, all right. Just a shit a away the bounce. <laughs> I've got Hawthorne
0: in with a chance, <laughs> here yeah, boys.
2: Yeah, I like this. Yeah, I I think they're in with a chance too. Especially I, might, on the I, might, t- I might tip
0: them. The Eagles haven't travelled particularly well Whoa, so far. Margin cat? Wow. Don't know. Uh, seven points
2: How did we go on the tips By the way I'll oh. tell everyone I've got the tips
0: here So hang on
2: Let me just oh yes. I Thank I, you I, I, th- I think I got s- I got seven I know I got two wrong I got, I got Richmond I got the Richmond game wrong And I got something else wrong uh, Let me have a look here uh, We've got the women's
1: comp uh, Yes So Cat Got eight. Well done, Mr. Campbell. Oh, hello.
0: It would have been uh, the Richmond game I got wrong. Yeah, probably.
1: Uh, me and you, Doc, seven each. So that puts me dead last, 33. Cat chasing, Doc, down on 35. And you, one ahead, mate, on 36.
2: Uh, don't, don't forget the plus one. For, oh, yes, um, plus uh,
1: one for both of you because you both forgot to put your West Coast Frio tips in because you're both idiots. Um, um,
2: uh, um, I forgot to put the tip in as well the other week as well. So Yes,
1: so plus two. So you're on 30-something. 30, 30, uh, <laughs> I'm on thirty something. No, you're on thirty. 30 uh, we're adding two to that, thirty-eight then. And we're adding Were well, you would have tipped Freo. Yes. Yes. So you're on thirty you're on thirty-six. So you're only two behind. Oh, come on, Doc. I don't get any out to me, I still suck. Um, <laughs> um but yes, yeah, so I'm gonna go Hawthorne as well. I'm yep, gonna go back in the Hawks ten points.
2: Oh, I don't know. Uh, I am I'm I'm tempted to pick Hawthorne as well on the back of their win last week. Do it then. <laughs> but I think the Eagles have actually been quite solid. No. I, I think we say this, I say this a lot, but I think I think the midfield this the midfield battle on this one will, will dictate the game. That's a good call. You, you stop you stop Emma Swanson. You stop Bella Lewis from from seriously impacting the game. Hawthorne win. Yep, that's fair. Right. but they but they're not. So I'm going to get the Eagles by seven points. All right, sticking with the Hawks Mill. Yeah, I'll stay with
0: stay with Hawthorne. Friday night, the first showdown in the AFLW, no boys. I am getting down to South Australia. Oh. Tomorrow night. Absolutely. He's making the trek. I'm heading on the plane Friday afternoon, getting down to the Adelaide Oval for the very first time how Exciting, watch game. I am unbelievably keen. Your first
2: game at Adelaide Oval?
0: Yes. That's special. Is. That's special.
2: Well if, you, well, if you make it back, uh, you can live to tell the story <laughs> of uh, how you survived the Port Adelaide Bogans.
0: Yes, I will, boys. Don't you worry about that. Who are we that. tipping here? I think I'm going to stick with the Crows
2: here. Oh, Crows. I think this They're
0: is going to be, if there's any game that Port comes out and plays their best footy, it's this one. You can see what it means Yeah, to them. I was going to say oh, I'll, I'll go I'll go crows as well. Three crow
2: On the back on the back of their game last week is GWS. I mean that was phenomenal. They've got to be sky high in confidence now. They're going to fucking murder them. <laughs> <laughs> Doc Clark, he seems to say it every year,
0: Doc, in the first half of the season. He'll go, we're not playing our best footy yet. And then they'll have a game where they will set the tone and then it all well, changes from there.
1: Doc's exposed the way Port can win if all the Adelaide get, players get arrested for murder.
0: <laughs> <laughs> It'll be crazy. I just want it to be within two goals or so. Yeah, keep, I, keep it a good game.
1: I tell you what, that's, that's special. Well, like you well, said, Doc, I don't know if it well, will
2: be. Well, well, uh, well if Port are going to get up for this game, you know Adelaide's going to gear up as well. And, yeah, and they are a much, much more experienced, talented yeah, outfit. Yeah. I think they're just going to destroy them. All right. Yeah, I'll go From,
0: Uh <laughs> Giants and Carlton on Saturday. Oh this is the game God. no oh. one's going to to watch. The,
2: the, yeah, you're going to say, this, this is this is going to be the crap you game. You think I'm
0: leaving the
2: bed to watch this?
0: <laughs> the Giants have never beaten Carlton, boys. Oh How's that God. for a stat? Um, I think th- if there's any week the Giants yeah. have got to get a win, it's got to be this week. At home, back in Henson Park. After the absolute shambles that they dished up last week. They've, out, they've got, got to, to Carlton have got that many injuries. They've got to win this week. This is a do or die win.
2: Yeah, I, I, I think you're right. This is this, they've been very poor last couple of weeks. GWS don't know what don't know what they could have done to stop Adelaide last week, but no. the week the week before would have been very very disappointing. Yeah. You've yeah. got to
0: bounce back from this one. I
2: um, say the Giants. I think yeah. they're going to make history. Cat first win against GWS.
0: Yeah, I think they, I'm, I'm going to go the Giants as well. Wow. All right. This speak about must watch football. The Bulldogs and the Cats. Jeez, I wish this wasn't a... Bloody Ballarat. Oh, no. yeah. well, I know. You don't want
1: to be on actually.
2: Mars. <laughs> <laughs> Not keen on taking the rocket this time, Doc. No. Uh, you, 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 this is, you this could, is a you battle. Could, you couldn't, you couldn't take my nuts to a rocket that <laughs> takes me to Mars Stadium and get me to watch anything. <laughs> this is a battle that could decide a top four spot potentially, boys. Yeah. Oh, uh,
0: yeah. These two teams. Four and one for the dogs. Three and two for the cats. I think the dogs will play finals. Um, I think they're both playing finals. I Looking th- at the draws. I think the Bulldogs here with that. Sparkers. Yeah, I, I back you, your mob here, Doc.
2: I would too. I I, I think well we've had experience playing at, at Ballarat last uh, last season with Brisbane, so I think we sort of have an indication where we you know, how we play and it's gonna be windy anyway, so we and we like to play with the wind. Yeah. So I uh, I think we'll I think we'll win. All right. Who are you Go on the Boggers. Go box. it would be, be a tight one, though. Uh, every yeah, every time we've played Geelong, it's always been like a three-goal game. Remember this there was be... that,
0: that Friday night game oh, a few yeah. years ago doc, at <laughs> Canina Park that you played them, and it was an absolute slog. Oh. It was a shocker of a game.
2: Yeah, no, good thing, good thing Jess
0: Fitzgerald existed. <laughs> otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, I
2: actually would have gone to sleep. Uh,
0: Saints and the pies. the pies. interesting, The Pies thumped them when uh, they met last they year. They did. P- pies will destroy I don't uh, know. Saints have fallen off a cliff here. No, I think I'll we'll go the Pies as well
2: yeah Chloe Malloy just absolutely murders the midfield oh, mm. many murderers this week on the dock uh, I'll go they are also got Aaron
0: McKinnon out with concussion yeah they, well, well they were saying the three injuries they had out of, this, out of their game well, well, they, oh they, they were
2: color. saying during the appeal um, for George Prasparkus that McKinnon's going to miss more than one week yeah it's apparently quite long term so it's a very bad concussion oh well, that's not good Um, but wish, yeah wish you all the best so it's going to be uh, it's not good Sim Nalda take on the world in the rut <laughs> <laughs> so we're all going Python. Yeah, Python.
0: Yeah, I think they're they're falling apart a little bit. The Saints, and it's unfortunate to see. But
2: oh well, this is this is game of the round
0: here, though, boys. This I is think. game of the round. Tigers and Suns at the Swinburne Centre at Punt Road Oval.
1: I'm back at my mob. We have to, we have to win. I this. I think at home we have to I back win. You.
0: This. The Suns have been so much better at home than they have away. Uh, We've had a I, lot
2: of games at home this year. God, yeah.
0: I think I'll back the, t- the, t- the Tigers in for this one.
2: Yeah, I think I, uh, uh, I think the win last, I think the win last week just propels you to mm. almost into the top five. Yep, in the competition. Yep, go tug, go tug, go Tigers. Uh,
0: my mob taking on the bloody Brisbane Lions on At Sunday.
2: Jesus, G- 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 tell you what, you've uh, you've picked a great time. To Could fit... we
0: have any worse week to come up against the Lions, boys? Fresh off their first loss of the season, Kate Luckens is going to be back in. Oh, I'm going to be pulling my hair out watching this one, <laughs> I'm sure, on Sunday. Um, uh, Brisbane. Ma- 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 Brisbane.
2: Morton Bay Central Sports Complex, Miller, What do you make of that venue? Sounds like a made-up stadium, doesn't it? At least it's not floating. Oh, it might be until we get there. It is on the bay. No, they're playing on the beach. They're playing on the sandbar. Sand footy, hey? Sand footy, so it's probably going to be two goals kicked.
1: If the
0: tide goes out, Essendon, if tide's in... Brisbane <laughs> on the sandbar. No, Dari Bannister. Her suspension was upheld. Jackie Vott back in at least. Which that's is something I can hang my hat on. Uh, that's uh, about but it. Lions will still. <laughs> no, I still do Brisbane. Yep. Got to be Brisbane, Doc.
2: Yeah, Brisbane. <laughs>
0: Frio and Melbourne at Frio. Oh, Oval. Melbourne. <laughs> uh, Melbourne.
2: Frio going to have flashbacks from last season where <laughs> Melbourne kicked a century on them. I tip M. Melbourne.
0: M. <laughs> Elbin. Ebony yeah. Antonio, just a few weeks away now, boys. Uh, I think she's aiming for a return in round eight against Colin, which she's is great news.
2: Any idea on the uh, time frame of Kara? I think she's a bit longer term. They've missed them massively this year, Doc. But they have. They absolutely have. You
1: know, you know, I love them. I think they're fantastic. And
0: the Antonio <laughs> couple or the Antonio sisters, <laughs> not, according to the commentator. <laughs>
2: yeah. I believe that was a nudge. <laughs> who said that they are they're, they're sisters. Uh, they're not. They're. they're <laughs>
1: I can't believe that actually happened. Yeah, they've missed them big time. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to go M-, M. Elbin. M. Elbin. M. Elbin. They'll three do mate. it. Three votes. Uh, North uh, Melbourne. Sydney. Oh. <laughs> this might be
2: a murder, <laughs> unfortunately, I think. Oh, Scott Guerin's revenge tour not happening this year. North Melbourne, um,
0: 300 <laughs> I think
1: King Kicks, three <laughs> as well. Yeah,
0: I like that.
2: Oh, Jesus. Don't don't, don't mind North Melbourne. How much are they going to win by? I, th- I, I say 60. I, I reckon Adelaide's winning margin records oh. in trouble this week. Ooh. 60 mil? Yeah, I say 60.
0: I think it nah I'm gonna go 46 oh, North better. don't North aren't quite prolific scorers 98,
2: so. 98 points oh my god <laughs> it's going big. he's gonna to top them <laughs> All right, 98 and I won't be shocked if he gets to 100 they're, they're, they're going to queue up the North players on Sydney all right
0: big calls there cue it up Miller
2: (laughs) (laughs) that's our tips and I think that's
0: us for this week's episode of the A3 footy podcast make sure you have a listen as well to our grand final review show taking a little bit of a look at the trade period as well for the men's can't wait for that huge off season coming up it all comes up and starts so bloody quickly boys You just keep rolling them with the footy footy doesn't sleep and And then we're going to be at the draft before we know it hopefully we get down there (laughs) get to the draft break Break in. in
2: Oh. A3 infiltrate straps Well oh, I was
0: there last year so I'll have an inside man again hopefully yeah, this well, year We'll all be in there I'll sneak in
2: Yeah, uh, any, any chance you can sneak <laughs> us in? Get us in your bag cap? <laughs> I'll put a
0: jacket over the top of you and we'll do the old, the old three men in a trench coat kind of deal <laughs> Hello I am 18 foot man I am <laughs> Mason Cox's decent recent blah, distant relative <laughs>
1: Oh shit, get us off the air.
0: <laughs> I think that's going to do us for this week's episode of the A3 Footy Podcast. Shit. Make sure you follow us across all our socials: A3 Footy on Twitter, A3 Footy Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And at, uh, uh, our email is a 3 at gmail.com. God, that's bloody thrown me for a loop with oh. all that <laughs> said. I've been Alex Catalano. I've been Alex Miller. And I've been Alex Docherty. And we've also been three men in a trench coat. (laughs) I'm Mason
1: (laughs) Cox's cousin or whatever you are. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Half-brother,
2: sisters, (laughs) pet, iguana. Oh,
0: Jesus.